0: Welcome to another episode of Jackson Talks. Everybody with me, your host Jackson Stone. And this is the first official episode of 2021. Um, today's date is December 29, 2020. This episode will drop on January 5th, 2021. So you're listening now currently in the new year. So, um, happy new year to all those, um, listening or watching. I hope, um, that you had the best holiday that you could have possibly had. I hope if it was amazing, um, then you thoroughly enjoyed that because you deserve an amazing holiday and you deserve to be loved during the holidays and all year round, really. Um, but if the holidays were tough, um, like they kind of were for me, uh, I send you my love as well and Super glad that you got through it and you're able to push through and, uh, and make it into 2021, which is an accomplishment in itself. And so I'm proud of you for that. And so welcome to this episode of Jackson Talks, everybody. Welcome to the new year. Um, this episode won't be very long. Um, it will just be kind of a, uh, a year in review, what 2020 was for me, what it meant for me, some of the stuff that I enjoyed, some of the highlights. Um, some of the important things, some of the takeaways, some of the stuff that we need to take with us into 2021, um, and yeah, just kind of a few, a few tidbits there. Um, one important thing in 2020, I, I did become a tea guy. Um, I know this might be hard for some of my listeners to hear, um, but I'm trying to stay away from as much caffeine and coffee as I was uh, as I was consuming before. Um, so I had to have some decaf every once in a while. I've switched to some tea. Don't worry, I still love coffee. Um, but I had to get away from um, consuming that much caffeine uh, on a daily basis. <clears throat> and so, yeah. When I was in uh, in the UK, I drank a lot of tea. Um, and now that I've become like a meditator and uh, yoga and a yogi, excuse me, um, tea just kind of falls in line with that. And when you get these these yogi brands, they have these beautiful little sayings on them. And so I'm gonna read them to you. The First one says, impression is for the now, trust is for the future. The gate to happiness is self-compassion. Um, and so that's beautiful. <clears throat> and so yeah, um, 2020 was very, um, I mean, obviously we know we all lived through it. It was a very historic year, first off the most historic year in my lifetime, Uh, a very impactful year. Um, You know, a very important year, I think, as well. But also there was so much loss and uh, a lot of grieving and a lot of disappointment, um, a lot of death. Um, And those things are really hard to swallow. Those Those are not easy emotions to feel and let ourselves feel those, and then first how to handle and combat those. Um, it was, it, but but I really feel like it was an important year. It brought a lot of things to the table that need to be addressed, that need to be addressed, that needed to be addressed a while ago, but are just now getting addressed. Um, and it takes this sort of pain, this sort of collective trauma, this sort of massive wave of loss and disappointment to for us to kind of finally realize that we need to take a step in a different direction you know and that starts with empathy and and more love and more kindness and more compassion um and things of that nature um you know we we had a you know you know 2020 was marked by covid and and the pandemic uh and uh the political scene and the wildly important movement for black lives and for racial equality. Um, those things are what I think about when I hear 2021, very important moving things that we need to keep buttoning up and keep the needle moving going into 2021. Um, and so, you know, it, it sometimes takes those necessary painful moments to really make us lean into that and realize the changes we need to make in our own personal lives uh, and within ourselves to see this collective form of, of change in the world. Um, and that's deeply important. And, and so what I say about what we saw in 2020 going into or being in 2021 now is that a few things. <clears throat> One, I think just because you're not experiencing it or seeing it or witnessing it doesn't mean it's not happening to someone else. That empathy right there allows for such a broader understanding of the human experience. And there's so many different people on this planet experiencing the human deal in such a different way that we have to hold space for all of those and they're all important and they all hold value and we have to understand that and allowing us to understand that allows us to move the needle forward in important conversations in important dialogue in understanding each other's languages and really moving forward as a whole human people to live cohesively and Lovingly and proudly with one another on this planet. Because um, this planet is what we got and we got to keep it safe and and the people that inhabit it and the plants and the animals that inhabit it are what keeps this beautiful thing moving forward and we got to we got to show it love and that's really so that's that's number one for me I think um Number two is, is, is on in the same regard, how important conversations are just in general, how important conversations are to, to our mental health and opening up and sharing those stories with a trusted individual who's gonna hear you, see you and not judge you, important, but also conversations in terms of how we're resolving a conflict because we're not all gonna get along. That's not what I'm saying, right? We're not designed for everyone to like us, but there's a difference between liking someone and like asking them to go hang out or go to the movies and just understanding that they're a valued, important human, right? Those two things are fine. I don't have to like you or uh, mesh with your personality or wanna go, you know, have a beer with you, but I do understand that you are a human, you have value, You have so much value. You have so much presence. You're beautiful in your own unique way. And, and I want to hold that. And I want to hold space for that, for your humanity. And so conversations about that conversations, you know, between people who look differently, you know, conversations between races. These conversations are not going to be easy. They're painful. They're uncomfortable. They're, they're difficult, but the more we have, the more we practice that, the more we learn those skills about having these uncomfortable conversations, the more we bridge the gap and the more we can live in harmony um, with each other. And that's really what it's about. And then <clears throat> my next takeaway <clears throat> Is uh is mental health right? We we kind of already knew before the pandemic hit that uh, there was a crisis, a mental health crisis <clears throat> in this country, and and really all around the world. But I can only speak for this country because this is where I live and I have kind of the access to the information and the access to what is available and things like that. And so and so yeah really this pandemic and being isolated and locked in and away from people that we love and seeing people dying and you know disappointment over school or not being able to do this and that really shed a light on on the on the mental health crisis in this com- in this country And I think what we can take from that into 2021 as our own individual selves is is really preparing a mental health toolkit. Because you may be feeling great right now, you may be in the great spot, or you may be still trying to pull yourself out of uh, of that bad struggling position. No matter what you're in, you should know your toolkit. You should know the strategies and the coping skills that help you in the moment when you're feeling bad, in the moment where you're thinking that this life isn't worth it, in the moment when you're thinking, I just want the pain to go away. I know it's hard, you can't develop those tools when you're in that pit. You can only develop them when you're you're feeling good and you have a clear head and you're thinking slowly and honestly about yourself and what you need, you can develop that toolkit you can develop that toolkit, that mental health toolkit of what works for you. Because you're gonna, I mean, it's inevitable, right? We're gonna have another bad day, we're gonna have another bad week, we're gonna have another death, we're gonna have another this, another that, where life is just gonna smack you in the face. It's gonna happen. But if we're already prepared, not saying we're expecting something bad to happen, right? That's not the point. I'm saying we're living our life fully, living every day, right? When we live our life to the fullest every day bad things happen and so when they do happen we have this toolkit in preparation for that we understand what we need to journal to meditate to go for a walk to listen to music to be in nature an event to have this friend to go see our therapist right to do a, see a group all of these things what exactly works for you because i can tell you the tools that are, are available for your mental health toolkit but if you don't know if they work for you than trying them in a moment when you're feeling like shit and it doesn't work for you, it's gonna make you feel worse because you're like, oh, this shit sucks. None of it fucking works, right? And so knowing what works in advance is important. So developing a mental health toolkit because mental health encompasses, I say this a lot, right? Mental health encompasses everything. It encompasses how we think, feel, and act. It's in our every single day. It's how we handle rejection. It's how we handle failure. It's how we handle success. It's how we handle a breakup, heartbreak. You know, It's how we handle conversations with our friends and family. It's how we handle relationships and falling in love. It's all has to do with our mental health. It all has to do with how we think, feel, and act. And we start making it a priority from day one that we're able to develop the tools and the skills necessary to cultivate a strong, healthy mental health. And of course, there's more severe forms of mental health conditions that need even more help, treatment and care. And we have to keep we can't just destigmatize you know, depression and anxiety, we have to destigmatize all of them. We have to destigmatize bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, OCD, the really, really severe ones that need even more help, care, and treatment, and more empathy from us to those people who are um, living with those mental health conditions. <clears throat> because obviously, there's still a stigma attached. Around mental health, and so the way we destigmatize it is a few ways, right? We open up about our own mental health. We talk honestly and openly between trusted individuals in our life about how we're feeling, and we share those feelings. Um, and uh, and then we seek help for those uh, what we're whatever we're dealing with. <clears throat> and then on top of that the only way to really destigmatize that is if help mental health care and help is available and accessible to everyone if i have to make the choice between paying my rent and having a place to live and getting help for my mental health i'm going to pay for paying a rent because i want i need a place to live and so mental health care can't be a luxury item it's not like getting a massage or getting your nails done it's absolutely imperative and the most important thing, that we go seek help for our mental health. And it doesn't have to be seeking a therapist or a counselor. There's other modalities and available resources to really dive into to help you with your mental health. So it's, it's again, it's whatever works for you, but I do encourage you to go seek that path, to go seek that journey, to really lean into that stuff and go into that path inward and really figure out what best available resources and modalities will help you feel the best, most consistently, and whenever you're feeling bad, what works for you to pull you out of that? That's the important part. I'm sure there's plenty more takeaways from 2020, um, but that's a, that's a lot. What I What I kind of thought about, you know, I just, there's got to be a, there's got to be a journey inside of ourselves that we have to take, that we have to lean into this stuff that's making us feel uncomfortable. We have to decide to be uncomfortable. We have to decide that we're going to let go of this weird sense of comfortability and unhappiness and allow us to be uncomfortable in a journey to becoming more fulfilled and more purposeful, uh, and more have more meaning in our life. And that just—that's a journey we all have to go on. I'm currently on that journey, right, with tons of fuck ups and ups and downs and twists and turns and pivots. And <clears throat> but it's really helped me help me navigate a lot of the stuff in my life. And and I feel. You know, really good. I feel a lot better than you know I ever have, and that's and that's very true about me and myself and and where I'm headed in my journey, and and that's about going inward and, and, and trying to discover who I am and and what makes me me and and what makes me fulfilled, and 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 lean into really really painful, uncomfortable situations, and and try to figure that out. So I encourage all that journey for all of you. Um, I encourage you to read and educate yourself on these things. Uh, I encourage you to take that journey inward. Um, and uh, and I encourage you to share that story so others feel inspired by it. And and we can all feel interconnected um, via stories, via experiences on this planet. And, and we can all grow together uh, as individuals, but then collectively come together to make this world a healthier and happier uh, place. So I kind of want to, yeah. So with that though, I'm not just going to talk about all the bad stuff in 2020. um, Those are just the important takeaways that I think we can take with us. We just need to start organizing our inner life. That's really it. That's the key to everything I just said. Start organizing our inner life so we can be more present more present, more possible, more present, more be more present more often in our lives, be more connected, be more grounded by organizing our inner life. So that's that. But I also kind of uh, I want to stop here and I want to say, if you're watching this episode right now um, and you made it through 2021 and you didn't You think to yourself, what did I accomplish? And you can't really think of what you're proud of or what you accomplished. Well, if you're listening to this episode, that means you survived. So that means you're alive. That means you had the biggest possible, most proudest accomplishment of 2020 is that you made it to the next year. And so I want you to really digest that and really think about that and really be proud of yourself for that and thank yourself for that and figure out a few manageable, realistic expectations for yourself for 2021, and, and, I, and you can do that. It's just a slow chip every day. It's today plus today plus today plus today equals the good outcome. And goals are good, but they got to be realistic goals, manageable goals that we have full control of, full control of. So what do you have full control over, full control over in 2021 that you want to see yourself do or become? write that down right now or put it in the comments or dm me about it and uh, I'd love to hear it <clears throat> um yeah but on top of all that 2020 was was kind of a really you know it was a re- it was it was um, it was good like a lot of good stuff still happened in the midst of all the bad if we're going to fe- if I'm going to feel everyone else's suffering and I'm going to feel that with them I'm also gonna feel happy and proud for all the good stuff and the amazing stuff that was also accomplished. Because an emotion isn't a one track thing, I can feel happy and sad at the same time, just like Casey Musgrave said. Shout out to her, Texan. And so, you know, wrestling obviously got taken away. You know, when we had the very important speaking out movement, which um, me and the experienced wrestling team. Are, are really trying to make those adequate actionable powerful real changes in our industry via independent professional wrestling to keep the environment safe and healthy and happy going forward it's what we need it's what we deserve and that's all, really all i'm going to say about that but it's taken it upon ourselves to to care, to care about your working environment, to care about the people that you work with and work for, um, to make the environment and the scene the best it can possibly be. And so if you haven't checked out Experience Wrestling yet, please do. We have amazing stuff planned for 2021, Um, support groups, relief funds, report lines, uh, fundraisers, all that good stuff. So, yeah. Um, But I wrestled, I wrestled some matches. In 2020, uh, I think I was at like maybe 25 matches for the first few months of, of 2020 before pandemic hit and maybe had 20 matches total uh, since then. Um, so not, not a lot of matches this year, but um, check out the Texas Grand Prix uh, on IWTV. That's something I'm proud of from 2020. Um, a lot of Texas talent doing that. So check out the Texas Grand Prix. Um, IWTV, check out Heavy Metal, check out New Texas, check out MPX, check out VIP Wrestling. A lot of cool stuff happening there, so give them a look, give them a follow, give them a watch. But outside of wrestling is kind of where I really found my purpose and my meaning in 2020. Um, You know, a few things that I'm very proud of that I'd like to share. Uh, In 2020, um, You Are Loved officially became a non-profit organization. Um, Got my website built for that. Got the social media handles up for that. Um, Officially a non-profit. We now have three at this very moment of this this, uh, recording. We have three official support groups. Two for professional wrestling and one for um, non-professional. I don't want to say regular people because that's demeaning. They're just... Fucking sweet-ass people who are part of a support group, Um, so I got three running support groups um, With three different uh, licensed therapists. That's really cool Um, You are loved officially hired an intern. His name is Tim Um, He's from China. He goes to Washington State Um, He's a sophomore there and he's a graphic designer So he's gonna be working with you are loved for the next six months So any graphic you see on our social media handles uh, or new t-shirts that are being made That'll be from Tim So shout out to him and check our social medias. He has a really brilliant story uh, about mental health and what spreading awareness via graphic design means for him. And so I'm proud of that. Um, and so in 2021, look out for some educational, we're going to do some webinar, um, educational events in 2021. Um, the first few will be about, uh, addiction, um, mindfulness and empathy will be kind of the first three that we do. Um, so check those out. Those will be really cool. Yeah, and so You Are Love, man, it's like, yeah, it's super important to me. Um, if you don't already follow it, go to com. Uh, put your email in um, on the subscribe button down below, and obviously we send out news, product releases, updates, new videos, but every Monday, if you subscribe to that email, you will get a, a mental health tip uh, of the week every Monday. So that's really cool. Um, so I'm super proud of that. Um, that's something extremely important to me. Um, And uh, if you want to uh, share your story um, via You Are Loved, um, reach out to me, DM us, email us, um, love to hear from you. Uh, And if you want to connect with us, or if you're listening to this, you want to bring You Are Loved to an event, or you want to collaborate, or you want to do a t-shirt, I'm open to it all, please reach out, let's do it, let's work, let's collab, let's get it fired up. Um, and then, obviously, I said this episode comes out January 5th. Um, and so on January 4th, uh, the clothing brand, lifestyle brand for everybody officially dropped on January 4th. Um, so if you're listening to this on January 5th, please go and check that out. It's shopforeverybody.com. Um, check out our merch. Uh, at this point, we'll probably only have one t shirt available. We'll do a new drop in a few weeks um, with a few more things, but I just wanted to introduce the initial vibe of, of the brand, um, the one, our first signature shirt, and then subscribe to that emailing list as well. And you get news updates and blogs and, and things of that nature about kind of uh, social issues and uh, and things of that nature. Um, more, more kind of current event kind of stuff because the brand is for everybody. And so we want to reach everybody and we want to shed a light on everybody. Um, doing great, valuable work um, and make sure people feel seen and heard. Um, and our slogan really is everybody helping everybody, uh, and you belong. Um, so check that out. I'm really proud of that. I'm working with a couple friends, Noah Light, uh, and Jesse Harbach, on that. And, uh, and, um, and, uh, yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. Um, yeah. And I, I mean, I got my, my website going for Jackson Talks, everybody. So you can go to JacksonTalksEverybody.com. That's amazing stuff. Um, new episode every single Tuesday, but you guys already know that because you're listening and subscribing and watching to this. Um, and so I thank you for that. I'm excited for the guests that we have that we have planned for this year. And hopefully we really can get some really big time guests. Um, hopefully I can get some of these athletes, uh, these professional athletes that I went to school with or played with at South Dakota State University. Um, so hopefully we can get that lined up. We can have some intense conversations about life and, uh, and sports and, and mental health and all that good stuff. <clears throat> um, what else? Uh, yeah, I got a bunch of certifications this year. Um, uh, I, I became a master life coach. Um, so if you're interested in that, please hit me up. Um, I became a, a certified mental health communicator. Uh, I became a mental performance coach, master as well, Um, so they're all kind of in the same vein of of teaching mental wellness, Mm -hmm. teaching mental health, teaching mental performance, whether it's to, you know, everyday people or whether it's to athletes. Uh, I'm really trying to dive into that and and change the culture around um, uh, men, youths, little boys in youth sports and, and how we view ourselves and and how we can take our mental performance and our mental health uh, into our performance into making our performance better but also making our whole life more uh, better more fulfilled more purposeful so I'm pumped with that you know I became a baseball coach thanks David Bodson um, for hitting me back up and getting me back into baseball um, which has been amazing you know and all these things I'm just I'm just gonna continue. You know, I did a, a bunch of public speaking um, for colleges and universities uh, during during twenty twenty via Zoom. Um, I want to do as much public speaking as possible. Hopefully, traveling this time to colleges and you know businesses and high schools and just talking, talking about turning pain and in, into purpose, and talking about mental wellness and mental performance, and and all these beautiful, really near and dear to my heart things that i feel very passionate about and that i want to share with the world hopefully in 2021 i can go back to traveling the world uh you know via being an independent professional wrestler and just kind of encompass all these great things i'm doing and and intertwining them in all different parts of my life and and connecting all these different followings and fan bases and and really creating a, a community of of love and support um you know, and you can go to my Patreon for that as well, patreon.com slash jacksonstone. Um, and so there's just so much. There's so much, you know, it's, but it's all really interconnected. And it's all one. It's all just about, you know, trying to be present as much as we possibly can, really taking care of our inner life, organizing our inner life, taking care of our mental health. and uh, and creating real genuine human connection with ourselves first and then creating it with others around us. You know, that's really what I feel like my main goals and my main purpose and my main mission is with all of the stuff that I'm doing, have done, plan on doing and trying to accomplish. And so if you supported me in any way uh, this year, whether you bought a t-shirt, you followed, you liked a page, you watched two minutes of an episode, you scrolled past my Instagram and said, oh, that was cool. Well, I don't care what you did, but I appreciate your support. Your following me means everything. Um, I appreciate you giving the time, your your valuable time to me to watch this show or to check out a tweet or to subscribe or to buy a shirt or to be a part of my Patreon or whatever it was. I like am <clears throat> so grateful for that, for the community, for the viewers, for the fans, for the followers, for the friends. Um, I'm so grateful for that. And then I just wanna give a quick shout out to my mom and dad, I love you so much. Um, yeah, and and my close friends who I didn't get to see this year because we all live in different states, um, but I got to see kind of maybe very sporadically, um, but not as much as usual this year or in 2020. And can't wait to make some more memories with y'all in 2021. So thank you forever grateful, forever grateful. All right, I wanna end this episode um, by giving you a little rundown of just my favorite things that I read, watched, or listened to in 2020, okay? So my top three favorite books of 2020 Number one was Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza. I encourage everyone to go look at that book. Um, and one of the big things from that book that stuck out, I'm not going to tell you what it's about because I've talked about it before. But one of the big things that stuck out to me about that book. First, go follow Dr. Joe Dispenza on Instagram. He puts out really great content about meditation and gratitude and, uh, and becoming your new self, um, he says, we can break free from our old personality and create a new personal reality. Our personality is based on old habits and patterns that we acquired from painful situations that we that we needed to have out of necessity for survival and to take care of ourselves and our loved ones. That's why we created our personality. But now you can change. You can you can break free of those old patterns. You can break free of those old habits. You can create a new uh, personality and new habits and new patterns that are that are new to you that are real that you believe in, and you can create that new personal reality in twenty twenty one. So go ahead and read that book. Number two, um, the Seven Spiritual Laws of the, of Success by Deepak Chopra. Um, it's just a really quick, easy read about the Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. I highly recommend it, it's quick. I would read a few pages every night before you go to bed. It's gonna create some really nice, deep, impactful, important thoughts about when you sleep and your subconscious, and then when you wake up, you can act upon those things and really transform your life. And the last one was The Will to Change, Men, Masculinity, and Love by Bell Hooks. This is about men, masculinity, and love and how we can change as men. We can decide to be, to break free from Old patriarchal ways of masculinity and we can love and we can show emotion and we can be vulnerable and we can ask for help and we can express all these fantastic beautiful emotions and we can live our life fully without having to hide something or push something down or bottle it up but we can live and we can be free and we can love and we can express how that feels and and that book taught me a lot about that the will to change and so i, I recommend anyone read that book because if you have a man in your, a man in your life um that you feel is not opening up to you or, or, or is hurting or is bottling some of his feelings this will give you some of those tools to help allow to to bring that up for him and to help allow to to go to him in a safe way that that you feel like he can be open to you in a safe environment validating those feelings and allowing him to live and express and be so yeah Awesome. Check out those books. And if you if you if you scroll through those, if you already read those, if you're not really interested in those, um I've read a ton of books in, in twenty twenty. Um it's just kind of a year of, of trying to learn and explore and educate and and figure out me and, and what works best for me. And so I, I read a lot of books. Um and so if you need any recommendation on those, I really only read these kind of books. Um, and so, yeah. If you're if you're looking to kind of go on that journey in that inner path, try to organize your inner life. Uh, hit me up. Let me know. I'll talk to you. Uh, three albums. Um, music was music was really important for a lot of us, you know. In, in, in 2020, you know, it's got us. It's got me through a lot of really really difficult, painful moments. Um, and so, these are my three favorite albums of uh, of 2020. It was good until it wasn't. Kalani, awesome, yeah, best album of the year by far. Uh, Manic by Halsey and Punk Two by Breakins. Um, yeah, those are my three favorite albums. Um, uh, yeah, amazing. Um, if, you're, if you're not really, if you haven't really taken a deep dive into music um, or, or how it can really help you, um, I would do that. It has just a real, a real strong ability to. Um, to help us to help us have dark moments. The lyrics are very powerful. The artist is putting his heart and their heart and soul into into this music, into these lyrics, and and we feel connected and by it. and uh, And so these albums made me feel that way, and and I liked them, and uh, I love music, and uh, it's a it's a beautiful way to uh, feel more present and grounded, and and part of and part of life, and feel connected to. Another creative person exploring their mind and soul and, and putting it in a song. So cheers to that. Uh, I couldn't do three shows, so I did four shows. <laughs> um, but if you listen to this show, you know my favorite show of 2020 was Ted Lasso. Uh, you can find that on Apple. Um, the next two shows were on Hulu, which are incredible. Uh, normal people and the little fires everywhere, and then if you have HBO Max, uh, the show is amazing too. It's called I May Destroy You. Um, so those are my four four shows of the year, and they all um, they all really deeply explore the human experience, and that's been kind of a theme for me in in 2020 well in 20 was just exploring the human experience and how different it can be and how challenging it can be but how really resulting we ha- we kind of had the same feelings and emotions uh as everyone we just go through different experiences to get us there um, but there's so much to explore with the human path there's so much pain and suffering but also there's so much happiness and love and hope and help and, and support and and these shows really dive deep into that and I encourage you to watch them. I encourage you to think about your own life um, while watching these shows and, and how you can organize your own experience to create a fulfilling, p- purposeful, meaningful journey for yourself. Um, especially Ted Lasso, I, I encourage you to explore optimism and how how real, true optimism can be the most benefit in our life. Like optimism and gratitude and confidence, these aren't like, These aren't skills you're just born with. These are things that you can cultivate and practice. These are skills. So you're not born with optimism. You can be born a little more optimistic than someone, yes. You can be born a little more grateful than someone or more confident than someone. But optimism, gratitude, and confidence are skills that you can cultivate. You can become optimistic. You can become grateful. You can become confident. You just have to work on it. Okay. If you're a musician or if you're an artist or if you're a wrestler or if you're an athlete or if you just started a new job, you were not good at that thing when you first started it, but you found this sense of love for it. You found the sense of purpose behind it. Do the same thing with optimism and gratitude and confidence. It will change your life. You have to cultivate these skills. You have to work on them every day. Try to become these things and it will just allow you to feel more fulfilled and purposeful, meaningful. So that's really my end statement. Organize your inner life. Look inward, take the journey there, lean into it. Lean into that discomfort and that pain because you're being given a gift, a gift to still be alive and to do that and to go in deeper to yourself. And so cultivate those skills of optimism and gratitude and confidence. Organize your inner life. Take care of your mental health. Be the best version of yourself. You know, and that, that the best looks different every day. But as long as you show up, as long as you keep showing up, you know that you're alive and you keep fucking showing up. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of everything that you overcame. I'm proud of everything that you overcame in 2020. Everything. I'm proud of all of it. And you should be proud of yourself too. Thank yourself. Write that down right now. I am thankful that I overcame all that shit. I am proud. I am proud of myself for overcoming all of that shit in 2020. Write that down. Believe it. Feel it. Understand it. And then start digging deeper, digging deeper into yourself, who you want to become, what you want to become, and how you intend to get there. Cultivate the skills you need, the optimism, the confidence, the gratitude. Organize your inner life. Take care of your mental health. Focus on love, focus on empathy, focus on understanding and compassion, and you will get there. So I ask that of you, and I also ask that you take care of each other, that you take care of yourself, you give a shit. And thank you for watching the very first episode of jackson talks everybody of 2021 this can be a brilliant amazing impactful important year with a lot of change um, and a lot of growth and a lot of evolution and a lot of progress And it all starts within ourselves and so i ask that you start you start doing that you start organizing that inner life and then collectively as a world we can become a better place cheers much love